the occult, the news, and plenty of booze. Welcome to the One Drunk Hole Podcast. Here's your host, Witch Dragon. Hello, everyone. This is Witch Dragon for One Drunk Hole Podcast. I hope everyone's okay. I hope everyone's blessed. And I hope everyone enjoyed Back from the Mountains. And of course, I don't know if this is going to be a bonus episode or a regular episode, but it's going to be possibly a long episode. So I'm not going to be doing a wine review today because I want to keep, you know, keep a clear head because I got a lot to talk about. But this episode is called, or will be called, Be Unsupported. You'll find out what I mean in a little bit. I may have went over some of this before. I may not. I don't know. But here we are. Now, that being said. Now, the only thing I will review is I've been drinking from, I got it from Rite Aid. La Croix, or La Croix Tangerine Seltzer. It's very, it feels like I'm drinking you know, tangerine mixed with, you know, seltzer. It, uh, you can taste tangerine. It feels natural. It doesn't feel like anything chemical whatsoever. And it's very refreshing and to the point. I highly recommend, especially if it's on sale, you get two packs for $5 in Rite Aid, if you have a Rite Aid near you. So I give it definitely two thumbs up. That being said, Let's begin. Now, I'm not going to really go over a whole bunch of news articles today. At least, not right now. But the one thing I've been watching on 2020, and flipping me the fuck the fuck out, let me just say, is about the trooping, or, hold on, about the... Turban children. I'm sorry. I'm calling them Turban. It's Turban. My mistake. The Turban children, what they've been through in the House of Horrors. I don't know if anyone's heard about their story, but ugh, oh my god, it's a whole lot. I'm not going to go over everything word for word, to be honest with you. I really do think you should watch, watch the episode on 2020. I'm sure you can either watch an ABC or Hulu or however... You can watch back episode 2020, but I highly recommend it. And what they've been through is so horrific, and that's not even really covering it. And I can relate to what they went through, although not nearly as bad as what they went through, but enough. But like I said, I really do recommend everyone watching that, to go watch that, I should say. However... We will go over some bullet points. First off, all 13 children were pretty much chained up like animals, if not worse, which is disgusting. That's first and foremost. Then you kept the oldest child, well, then the parents kept the oldest child and treated her like shit. If for no other reason, because she was the oldest and she was pretty much 30. I'm like, are you kidding me? Stole their 20s, stole their teens from her, pretty much. 
treat her like garbage. I mean, they treat all the kids like garbage. Don't get me wrong. I'm just emphasizing on on that young lady because she had her most of her her youth to date stolen from her. Now, don't get me wrong. I know she can live a wonderful, productive life. I have every confidence in her. But that doesn't change what was done to her either. She was pretty much, to make a long story short, kept a child far longer than she should have. And worse still, not even a happy one. Just that alone damages someone. And the rest of the children <laughs> were not treated any better, like I said. And it's just so horrific. And I say that because I can't think of another word that describes what they've been through. I can't. And these babies need help. It just, and again, I'm not trying to point fingers at this point at their other extended relatives. Because it sounds like maybe they are kept away from them. And maybe they really couldn't help them. I don't know. So I'm not going to go blame on the blame game. However, once they are rescued, I'm just fast forwarding. Once they are rescued, and they were, then the system fucked them over. The adult children and the minor children. And that to me sickens me way more. Well, actually, it both sickens me, actually. But way more because these babies have been victimized enough. Instead of being helped, instead of using those donations to help the, the kids, they were denied and pretty much left on their own. Well, they couldn't develop and gain basic life skills. Oh, no. They were just treated even more like shit by people. And it sickens me. I don't know which part sickens me more. Their parents doing that shit. Or the system that was supposed to help them. Get them on their feet. You know what? Actually, it's all bad. And it... Well, I, I had to turn off the damn program for because it was pissing me the fuck off. Because it, it took me back to some of the time in my life. Near, not nearly as bad as them, of course. But bad enough. I mean, they seem to be doing better now. Or at least they're progressing there. I mean, I'm sure they still have a long ways to go. And, and trust me, I, by no means do I think they can't do it. Quite the opposite. They got each other, and they got and they got on 2020. But it sickens me, on the other hand, not them, how no one can have all this confidentiality is in place, but yet none of that's helping the children when they're trying to get answered, when one of the rare times I agree with media, get answers to help these babies. Oh, no. And that's the sick shit that bothers me. And you would think California would be better, but I guess not. It's the same as New Jersey and Texas, unfortunately. And unfortunately, I'm speaking from personal experience, which is now what we're going to go into. So to conclude about the turban children, yeah, turban children, not turban, but turpin, they deserve so much better than the and the bullshit they got, and I pray they're getting the help they really deserve. And my heart goes out to them, because what they've been through was a thousand million times worse than what I've been through, but my heart goes out to them. 
So, continuing on with this with this show today or tonight, depending when anyone listens to this. I don't know if I ever talked about what New Jersey did to me with CPS or DieFest and what I normally wouldn't mention names on my podcast, but you know what? I, I think I'm going to have to. Not everyone's name, but some people's names. The worker that helped kidnap me was named David Stratton at the time. Now, I lived in New Jersey. I, I don't mind telling you the town anymore because I don't live there now. I lived in New Milford. And my father was very ill, so he couldn't really do anything to help me. And, well, things happened to my mother, and that's all I'm comfortable saying at this moment in time. And, of course, fucking CPS had to get involved. And, honestly, ruined my life. Honestly. And, uh, I gotta stop repeating words when I say them, but you get what I'm saying. They ruined my life. They really did. They kidnapped me. And put me with my much older niece, which, okay, I won't mention her name. But, we'll call her Tracy. And, she was talking to her brother, which is my rapist. Which, okay, I really can't mention his name. Because legally he was never charged with anything, unfortunately. But, let's just say, I tried telling David this, and, and that pervert was in my friend at the time's living room and I was well let's call it what it is freaking the fuck out let's call it what like I said let, let's not put perfect on the pig and that still had no effect on him whatsoever and he still put me with that bitch and it, it's, it's like are you kidding me not even investigating any of them. And I'm just going to say that there should have been investigations on, well, Tracy for one. And not just, be, well, I, I'm, I'll say this because, you know, there are court records for this part, so it's not alleged, so I don't have to say it. Let's just say she should have been investigated just for the fact that, unfortunately, when she was 12 or 13, she got pregnant by her first husband, who was in her 30s at, 30s at the time. So, and I don't have to say alleged on that, because their first child is direct proof of that. So, there you go. Now, that in itself doesn't necessarily make her a bad person. But... And this is the part I'm going to have to kind of not say because it didn't happen to me with her. But I will say this, and this is where I have to say allegedly. Allegedly, some other things happened in their family home long before I ever got there. And that's as much as I can say. Because if it happened to me, I would say it. And it's not that I don't believe the source I heard it from, but it's technically, I wasn't a witness to it, so I have to say alleged. But regardless, let's just say no matter what, they all should have been investigated. And just the very fact that she was in communication with my rapist should have been you know what? We can't put you with him. Or me with her. You know what I'm saying. Nope. I guess they didn't care. And it happened all under a week. Maybe a month if I really want to be honest about it. 
And honestly, I'm thinking to myself now, even though they give their excuses now, and their lies, and their half-truths, at least in my opinion on, on some of that, how do you not make sure that I'm going to a proper home, especially with someone I'm related to? You don't think you should investigate this to make sure, especially if you see me crying and freaking out when I see that rapist in my friend's living room and you still put me with the woman that still talks to him? Really? That still has communication with him? That still sees him? Oh, yeah, she promised she wouldn't have him around when I'm there. But, th but, that, but that's BS because he was there. Re-victimizing me. Re-traumatizing me. But no one cared. And, oh, by the way, side note, no one in Texas CPS ever checked on me to make sure I was okay. So, two states fucked up. And I don't mind saying it either, by the way. Because that's the truth. Now, another side note. I actually tried get, seeing, getting those records, see if they ever had anything to do with me. Now, they said it takes up to six months or whatever. I haven't gotten anything back. So, it makes me wonder either they're trying to dick me over, allegedly, in the Dallas, Texas area. Or, there's really generally nothing of me there, which is what I suspect. And they can't send me anything, which is probably what it is. So, basically, regardless, they dropped the ball. Just like they did in the 80s, when the first time, when I was with the guy who I thought was my father, which is my parents' kid, long story short... I found that Pauline and George were my real parents. Anyway, I kind of went over that before. One day I'll have to do a real deep dive story on that, but not today. Sorry, I know I kind of spoke a little fast, so that's my fault on that. However, suffice to say, my brother, um, I'll just make it easy. Now, when his son, again, the same rapist I talked about five seconds ago, when he was, he finally got taken away from him from CPS, and he lived with the same niece that I told you about before, much older, I might add. Much, much, much older. Let's keep that in mind. Well, that kind of explains a few things. I'll say it like that. Possibly. And yet, when I tried complaining several times to CPS over the years in New Jersey, they said, Sal, what were we supposed to do about it? It's not our job to call the cops for you, or whatever. Keep in mind, when the pervert did stuff to me, I was five. And yet, they took him away from his loser father, who I was squatting at the time, so, actually, someone, it was their job. Someone's job was to call the cops and have me and, you know, my idiot brother's daughter, at the time when we were relatively close age, protected. I don't know what they're trying to lie to me about, in my opinion, but they're lying. Okay, so, to make a long story short, because it is a lot longer than that, and... I don't want to make this show exactly all about that. But the point that I'm trying to say is really simple. Basically, not once but twice, CPS or DIFAS, whatever their name is currently, 
in New Jersey and Texas fucked with me and ruined my life. And let a criminal get away with it. And never... I don't know who was supposed to see charges on him, but someone fucked up. I'll say that. And that's not right. Now, as it turns out, allegedly, <laughs> even though some states are doing away with the statute of limitations, apparently Texas is still keeping theirs. From what I heard and was told, if it happened anything after 2007, I could have. Unfortunately, I, it still aged out for me. So, I'm screwed. The only thing I have left now is to keep telling my story. About CPS and the rapist. And that's the best way I know how to do it. So, that being said, I wish I knew how to get justice. So, I admit the only thing I can do now technically is get revenge. And telling my story is getting my revenge. Which does bring up a bigger issue. Well, honestly, one of the bigger issues. Let me rephrase. I guess it just keeps reminding me of how I always felt unsupported by the system, by my so-called family, by everybody around me. It always made me feel like no matter what I do or don't do, I just don't feel supported. I mean, that's unfortunately not the only thing I've ever not feel non-supported about, but it's only a top 12. It's like, no matter what I do or say, I just feel like most people just never want to support me, but yet will support someone else. Now, don't get me wrong. There's people in this world, like the, especially like the Turpin children, who've had a thousand times worse than me. Of course. Hell, J.C. Dugard, for example, who's doing wonderful things now has been through a thousand times worse than me. So again, I'm not going to act like I'm the only one that's ever been through stuff like this. Of course not. And there's people who've been through worse than me who probably deal with it a lot better than I do. I acknowledge that. But let me also say, in fairness, to me and other people who haven't had it quite that bad, but bad enough, that doesn't, that doesn't negate what we've been through. And it doesn't mean what happened to us wasn't wrong. And it doesn't mean we don't get to feel bad about it. And, you know, people always like to be rude sometimes. Now, in fairness, let me say this before I go on. I admit, sometimes probably the how I say things and what I say probably doesn't always help. I get it. So I'm not going to say I'm blameless per se, but what I am going to say, I know i got to work on that double wording sometimes, but what I am trying to convey here is really simple. Even if I don't word things 100% right, even if maybe how I'm going about it is wrong, that doesn't mean what happens to me or what happened to me isn't valid. Yes, there's always going to be someone who goes through something worse than me, unfortunately. 
but that doesn't invalidate my own experiences either. And I think I gotta stop apologizing for that. Moving forward. It just seems that at least the people I know, not all, but a good amount of people, always just want to seem invalidating and unsupportive. And frankly, I'm kind of sick of it. Now, if it was just that, which is still bad enough, okay, it could be one thing. Because when it comes to childhood trauma and childhood sexual abuse and criminals in one's family and etc., that's a hard thing to take. I can... I don't want to say give excuses, but I can give a little understanding. Maybe not leeway, but a little understanding about that. Okay. But here's the problem. When it comes to everything in my life, that's where the problems seem to start or continue. And that's where, well, frankly, the anger and the bullshit keeps happening, which keeps pissing me off. Excuse me one second. Okay. I had to replug in something. And that's the problem. Now, maybe if I give some examples, you'll understand what I mean. Hell, I think everyone could probably understand what I mean. But at least, let me at least attempt to give an example. Okay. When it comes to this podcast, for example, there I go again with the double words, but you get the idea. It. It's like people just want to be unsupportive. They don't say, hey, congratulations, I hope you do well. I mean, so some people kind of do, but not really. But in fairness, some do. It just doesn't seem to be a lot. And maybe it doesn't have to be a lot of people, but I don't know. At least to me, paranoia or not, it just seems like if someone else said the same thing, people would just gravitate to it. Like another example about about the podcast, when I was telling someone about it, and they said they couldn't find it, all right, well, I mean, I went to, you know, Anchor, shout out to Anchor, and they fixed it so they should find it, and then it also eventually made it more accessible on iTunes and so on, shout out to iTunes, but it's like, and they just want to just be rude, it seems. When I say, you need a whole bunch of equipment and so on and so forth. And yeah, maybe I do, maybe I don't. But I'm going to use what I got until I get there. It's like, maybe the person meant well. But it just feels very unsupportive and very demeaning, actually. And and maybe for some people it's not. And, and that's fine. I, I guess I can only speak in I statements. Or when it comes to, you know, trying to promote my psychic work. It just feels like way too many people are unsupportive of that. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, really? Instead of, you know, not that... uh, Here's the truth. I get no one's obligated to be supportive. No one's obligated to... No one's obligated to do anything, to make a long story short. Not even share. I get it. That's fine. But at the very least, shut up if you're not going to be supportive about it. It's just like, I don't know. And maybe people really are just being honest with their criticisms. Okay, you know, I'm not going to lie and say I'm not oversensitive. I am. I, I admit that to a point. But I, I don't think I'm always wrong either. Although I'm not always right. 
there's always new something new for me to learn, but at the same time, I do think people sometimes, whether they mean or not, really are just the type of putting me down. And that's the part I think that just bothers me. It just feels unsupportive. Now, again, maybe I'm misinterpreting it, maybe misunderstanding it. Again, I, I cannot say that's impossible. But still. Or, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to list every little thing because I can get a little annoying. But I'll give another example just so you at least have an idea where I'm coming from. Right or wrong, at least you'll see why I feel the way I do. When it comes to changing my name, yes, I'm still going to work on that in January to Witch Dragon. It's like, okay, for the most part, people were cool about it. Especially people who actually know me and know I actually hate my legal name, my given name. But some two idiots were just laughing about it on Facebook. Now, I do understand when you make announcements on Facebook, you got to take the good, the bad. I, I do understand, and it's the internet. So I get it. I do. I actually do. So I wasn't as upset about it as I could have been 10 years ago. But I figured, look, people at some point are going to have to get used to me using it. So I figured, let me start making the announcements now. So that was, so I did put thought into that. But it's, it's kind of like, really? It's just really kind of bothersome. But then again, it's only two out of who, whoever. But I do also understand, or at least I have to kind of remind myself, people are going to have that reaction when you change your name to Witch Dragon legally. Even though in my mind, in my heart, and my spirit, that's always been my name. But now to make it not just magical or community name, but my legal name, I mean, I'm sure that's going to be time for people to adjust to it. Most people have actually been very cool about that, let me tell you. So, I am being mostly supportive, or at least people are shutting up, or at least people are keeping their personal feelings to themselves about it. So let me not act like it's all doom and gloom, and I shouldn't let two people bother me. Of course not. However, sometimes I guess things just bother me because I feel like whether or not it's all justified is debatable. I just feel like most people will support other people before me. And I guess, to be truthful, I'm kind of sick of it. Now, that could be insecurity in my department. It could. It could be paranoia in my department. Okay. But I don't think all of it is. But as unsupported as I feel, and maybe as unsupported as I am, I guess I'm just going to have to accept that's where it is sometimes. And sometimes you have to do things alone. As much as it pains me to admit that. And maybe that's what I'm coming to. Is that sometimes... I guess I just have to go... Go it alone. And be my own cheerleader and put the work in. Because while some people are willing to share other people's work, it doesn't necessarily seem that other people are willing to share mine. 
And yes, they're not obligated to. It just would be nice. But again, no one owes me anything. I do understand that, just so we're clear. I just hate always having to do things alone. I hate always having to feel like I have to be alone. And I just hate feeling unsupported. It just really boils down to that. But, in fairness, I'm sure a lot of people feel unsupported. I'm sure a lot of people feel slighted. And it's not a feeling I think most of us want to be a part of or feel like we have to be that way. But sometimes it is. But I guess the real question I should be asking is really simple. Can I live with most people not supporting me and still keep going on and make my goals happen? Or is it just going to bother me that much? Sometimes I want to say it's just going to bother me that much. But I also know I can't let it. I really can't. So as much as it pains me, I have to just keep going. Because, oh, I'm going to quote a Madonna song, Be Ready. If it's one thing I've learned, or at least attempted to learn over the years, after hearing Secret, is happiness lies in your own hands. And it does. Because as much as I'm sad that I don't feel supported, and as much as it, I'm sad that it may be that I'm not supported by most people, etc., like it or not, I'm going to have to go on with my life. And I have to remember that, unfortunately, as people want to say, even when I try to explain this to them, although maybe not the most articulate way, Oh, here's a littlest violin for you. You know, I, I've come to realize some people are just assholes. But then again, can I let them keep bothering me? Or, especially on the internet, or do I keep going? And I guess what I keep coming back to is I keep going. Like it or not, I have to keep going. Because if I've learned anything, even though getting outraged at home, <laughs> watching 2020, <laughs> I'm not laughing at what happened to those poor babies. That's not what I'm laughing at, just so you know. If they can deal with horrific shit and still find a way to keep going, well, I guess so can I. I'm going to have to. I've been, keep, I've been doing it this long, right? I survived being kidnapped. Thanks to CPS. I survived dealing with trash in my so-called family. And I do use the word family loosely. I survived people trying to hold me against my will. I've survived a lot. And still, I admit, as bad as that was, probably not as horrific as what the babies went through. But if they can survive. And I really think they'll thrive. Then so can I. Or at least I can try. Maybe that's all I can do. Maybe that's all any of us can do. And maybe... Maybe that's... I don't know. Maybe that's all I have. Maybe that's all I have to give myself at this point in my life. Is that. 
Oh. I guess that's the only thing I could say is maybe I have to be my own cheerleader. Maybe I have to be my own support system. And as much as that may suck, well, I guess I have to understand life sucks sometimes. Not all the time. But it does sometimes. And I have to keep going. Anyway, I'm repeating myself, but I guess I'm just still figuring it out. So, before we go, I guess this is, this is going to be a bonus episode, which is fine. I finally saw Masters of the Universe Part 2. Okay, and I'm not going to really give anything away. I'm just going to give my opinion. Ready for it? Here we go. Okay. Oh, and by the way, not that I would think Clownfish TV would listen to my podcast at all whatsoever, but shout out to Clownfish TV, you guys rock, and all that in the bowl of grits. That being said, I do understand their criticisms of it. I can't say I disagree with it. However, for me, there is parts of the show I do like. I do. I'm not going to lie. Now, did I love it? Okay, no, I can't say I loved it. But did I like it a heck of a lot? Yeah, I did. I did. Again, I get where their criticisms are coming from, and they're not inaccurate. (sighs) But, call me a nostalgia freak. Call me because I relate to the sorceress, or Tila, or maybe the sorceress still reminds me of my mother. Who cares? The point is... I love... I I love the show because parts of it did remind me of the original, kind of. I can't say I love it outside of that, which is why I say I like it a heck of a lot. I, I only love parts of it because allegedly it was supposed to be a spiritual or love letter, whatever, bullshit, lies. Sequel of the original show, lies. But, but, I love the fact that at least some of it did remind me of the show, of the original show. Not a lot of it, but some of it. But I did like it. Now, I don't know if I'm screaming for a season two of it. I, I, I can't say I am. I gotta be honest. If they do, they gotta do better. However, don't make fun of the original fans. I don't like that shit. But I do like it a lot. More than I probably care to admit, but I do. But let me reiterate. I do understand, for example, shout out to Cloudfish TV. I do agree with their criticism. They're not wrong. Just me personally, I like it. I just do. Not love it as a whole, but you know, I like it all as a lot. But the but the criticisms are not inaccurate. But it's like what they always say: you're allowed to like it if you like it. And I like parts. Some parts I'm like, really? Did y'all just say that shit? Mm. Lies. All right, but that's just my opinion. I do think everyone should see it for themselves and make your own opinion. And I'll leave it at that.
There was one more thing, now that I talked about Masters of the Universe. <laughs> uh, there was one more thing that I, I feel unsupported about from a certain person that I was trying to get with me. They don't understand my connection, or Mother's connection, to magic, or our dragon, or the dragon inside. And that's how I'm going to say it for now. And they try to make it sound like I'm delusional and I'm crazy. Now listen, I admit I certainly have some issues. Probably have some more 20 years later than I did back then, but that's not the point. And again, maybe I didn't explain it right 20 years ago. Okay, God knows who does sometimes. That's where maturing and aging and growing comes from. I'm sure I made a mistake explaining it. Maybe, whatever. The point is, I feel unsupported. And I feel judged in who I am as a person. When it comes to the magic and the dragon. And yeah, I'm wording it kind of fucked up. I don't mean to make it sound roleplayish. I'm so sorry about that. I, I, I do know it sounds that way. I, I do know that. And I apologize. Nonetheless, I feel unsupported about that. Now, I do understand that person has a right to feel how, they've, how they're going to feel about it. Fuck it. I'm just going to have to say it because the way I keep blithering on it, it sounds role-playish anyway. Me being, and we will talk about it at some point, me being a shifter, I felt that person was just being very unsupportive and just downright disrespectful. And even the vampirism, even more. It's like, are you kidding me? Now, I'm sorry your friend did whatever they did, but don't assume all vampires are like that. And that just bothered me. Now, again, everyone has their experiences. I get it. But I just felt very... Well, anyway, you get the idea. I wish that didn't bother me. I think I'd be a lot happier if it didn't. But obviously it does. However, I guess I'm still learning that I cannot let other people's opinions bother me. They have a right to their opinions. But I still have a right to live my own life. <sighs> oh, so I'll leave it at that. But we will be having a discussion on a show about that soon enough. So be ready for shows on witchcraft. I am going to do, other than, a, other than a basic introduction, I am going to be doing a deeper dive on witchcraft and different traditions at some point. Once we get the basics out the way, and shifters and wares and everything else in between, we will be doing that. But I'm, I think for right now I'm just trying to show a little bit range when it comes to quote-unquote non-debatable topics. For now, and then we'll work up to debatable topics. Because this is a variety show, in case anyone didn't realize that. <sighs> a little bit of like Sex in the City for the modern age, if you will. Although, I might be giving myself too much credit on that one. But, let's make it simple. It's a variety show, y'all. And, just to keep you intrigued, we will be discussing demons at some point. And different viewpoints. 
and the Angelics as well. But for now, this show is over with. I thank you all so much for your time. My name is Witch Dragon, and this has been your host for One Drunk Hope Podcast. If you have any items you'd like me to review or send me, please email me at PSIWORK101 at yahoo.com. Or if you like your own personal in-depth reading, because I use Oracle and Tarot cards and other tools as well, please email me at the same address. Thank you all for your time. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. And thank you all for your support.